0: Could I be more excited? Welcome to Wolf's Stark. Good morning for those of you who are tuning in early. Good afternoon for those of you that's having a brew and a Kit Kat. Good evening for those of you that's just chilling into the evening. And good night to those of you who are listening in the wee small hours. Hi everyone, it's me, it's Mike. Um, welcome to All Stuck, season three, episode twelve. There's only one more to go. Yeah, it's it's nearing that time. It feels like I've been back for seconds, and then before you know it, poof, gone in a in a in a buff of smoke. Poof. Um, yeah, so welcome to this week's episode. Um, And in this week's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about um, something that I have been massively guilty of doing over the years. Um, And only recently, only in the past few years, have I realized that I did it. And that is something that we call catastrophizing. So I want to have a little bit of a chat around that later on. And I'm also going to talk about something that I suppose is really associated with that, and that is change changing from that, changing to not catastrophizing, changing to whatever, changing whatever form it might be um, and embracing that change. So I'm going to have a little bit of a, a bit of a chatteroo around that as well. Um, so please do stick with me uh, and listen uh, a little bit later on. Um, so I hope you've all had a fantastic week. It's been a good one. It's been an interesting one. The weather could be better. What Seriously, guys, what's happening with the weather at the moment? It's got a little bit pear-shaped on it. It's like it gets sunny at, like, 7 o'clock at night when it's, well, I was going to say when it's time for bed. It's not bed at 7 o'clock. I'm a night owl. I always have been. I always will be. But still, I want a bit of sunshine during the day, not tipping it down every, you know, every single sort of, like, afternoon or weekend. I've got a long weekend. You better be dry for the weekend because I have plans. I am walking. I am using shoe leather. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, again, welcome. Um, Let's have a look at what's going on with the Wolfstag week. Wolfstag week. Welcome, happy campers. So what's been happening with you this week? hope it's been a really good one for you. For me, it's been interesting because on Friday, uh, pretty much out of the blue, Um, Well, Sunday, this Sunday just gone, was the fifth year anniversary of the place where I work now. Um, I'll give them a little bit of a shout out because they're worth it because I think they're brilliant. I work for a youth charity called YouthFed. based in Ellesmere Port. Google us, youthfed.org.uk. Find out what we do. Um, You can even see a little picture of me, which is never a good thing. Uh, Face for radio. Why do you think I do a podcast, not a YouTube channel? Honestly... When you look like a shaved Viking, it's it's never a good thing. Um, so five years, um, which is probably the second longest I've ever been in any place, to be honest with you. Um, because I do tend to get itchy feet and I do tend to not get bored quickly, but, you know, if, if something isn't satisfying me, I'll, I'll, I'll look for the next thing. Um, but I am sort of massively, for the first time in my life, massively settled in a place that I think does really worthwhile work, uh, and I really love being there. So normally when I get to five years, or close to sort of like that sort of anniversary in, in other places, it's kind of like, time to move on, sayonara, bye, ciao. Um, but no, it's totally not happening this time. Um, I'm very, very happy to stay, which was good. It was a nice moment of realization, uh, that moment. Um, which I was feeling that already anyway, coming up to that to that anniversary. So I knew that was that was my feelings. But that was that was sort of solidified, I suppose. Um on Friday when out of the blue um I was promoted. Um and it was lovely to to have your efforts recognised and to have people trust you to take it to the next level and that's not always happened in my life probably partly to do with because the, i think the fact that a lot of the places where i've been previously hadn't this they were just not my fit they were just weren't my people um you know and i was kind of there to make up the numbers put money in the bank but it was never you know head was there heart was never in it if i'm completely honest um this time around, head and heart both there, which which makes an absolute difference. And that makes a difference in, in the work that you do. You know, a famous person once said, I say a famous person once said, I have literally no idea who said it. But someone is, is, has been famously quoted as saying, uh, find the thing you love to do and get someone to pay you for it and you'll never work a day in your life. And it genuinely, as, as hard as I work now, you know, for the stuff that I do, it, it, it really does feel like that. And that's cool. isn't it? It's proper cool. So now I am. Yeah, I have been promoted. I won't go into details. I won't bore you with the details. But I've got a bit more responsibility for the role that I do. Uh, and, and I suppose really quite pivotable, uh, pivotable, pivotable. Let's hope my proofreading's better than my spoken English, otherwise it's going to be an absolute disaster, isn't it? What on earth is pivotable? Pivotal. Pivotal. <laughs> which is very nearly something very close to what I'm going to talk about next. Um, so yeah, so this week started off, you know, really pretty cool. Very, very happy about it. You know, adventure going forward and all that, which is, which is really nice. Um... But also, do you know when you get those moments when you're kind of thinking, wow, this is like I'm really happy in the present and really think towards the future. And then something comes along and goes, hey, you remember that really cool thing in the past? The Friends reunion's on on Thursday night. Now, I love Friends. I'm a massive fan of Friends. I watched it. I watched it from the start. And I genuinely don't think I've ever missed a single episode. I certainly don't remember them all, and I certainly can't quote them all like my sister can do. Remember that one with the thing and the thing? And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. But I did watch them. I'm absolutely convinced I watched them. And I got the box set, so I rewatched them anyway. And they're kind of like they're always on the TV. But it's been, it's nearly 20 years since uh, they've been on the TV. It's, it's like half my lifetime, and that's properly weird. Because it was kind of like, it was very much a kind of statement of of my youth at the time. It was, you know, it was, the, it was the 90s and it was, do you know what? For those of you that are not quite old enough, the 90s were actually a really cool time. You know, people talk about the 80s and I love the 80s. The 80s were my pivotal sort of decade, really. That was my teenage years in the 80s. Kind of really, really shaped who I was. But so did the 90s as well, uh, to, to a large extent you know an awful lot of fondness. I'm not I'm not a massively nostalgic person because I do think live in the present, you know, uh, you know and keep moving forward. But there was some cracking stuff back then, wasn't there? I mean you can't you can't just dismiss it because it was in the past. It was it was fab. But I saw the trailer to the show. Many of you might have seen the trailer. You know the little teasers that that they've got. Now I've seen some of the actors in other things since but to see them all, all six of those actors together for the first time in that amount of time and compare it with what they looked like back then, why did everybody get old? And there's nothing wrong with that. We demonise that in our society, don't we? It's kind of like, and this is why you know, the plastic surgery um, industry has gone through the roof and there's potions and lotions and you've got to get, you know, there's hair transplants and facelifts and all that kind of malarkey. You know, to try and, you know, cling on to, to, to youth. Um, and I don't know whether they've all grown old gracefully. Uh, Matt LeBlanc has, you see that, yeah. Uh, but cool, we love Matt, he's cool, didn't he get away with anything. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like it was a real kind of wake up call as to how much time has passed. And that is, that's quite alarming. You know, I mentioned this a few episodes back because I had a birthday, my, my, my 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 next birthday is the big five zero, and that for me is just stupid, it's ridiculous. Surely, surely it's the big three zero, because I don't feel. I don't. And how do you, How are you supposed to feel at that age? I don't know. I certainly don't think I look it. I do tend to shock people when they when they they ask how old I am, and I tell them. Um, maybe I'm just lucky that way. I don't know. Genetically gifted. Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> some of you out there are now throwing stuff at your phones <laughs> throwing your phone out the window here he goes again look at him thinking he's all that because people don't think he's as old as he is well i've seen you try and walk up a flight of stairs pal i know exactly how old you are yeah shut up but, and in that Right, you can wind your neck in as well, because I went to the optician today and he said, oh, well, you know, you're getting into your 40s. You know, your vision starts to change a little bit, but you're still doing well. We don't need to change your prescription, and there's no need for very focals yet. Thank you. Thank you. For those of you that keep having a go and say, what are you looking over the top of your glasses for, right? He said to me, that everybody does that it's fine because the glasses that you wear because you're short-sighted correct your long distance vision so obviously when you get stuff up close your glasses over correct so you can't see through them properly so it's only right that you peer over the top or, or take them off there's nothing wrong with that it's not a sign of age shut up right that's all i'm saying about it right i'm not old go away so yeah, but the friends are, aren't they? But I'm really looking forward to it. It should be really, really good. And I'm going to Friends Fest later in the year anyway. So I'm probably looking forward to that. You know, a little you know, like I say, I am kind of like living the present move forward. I've said that already. But do you know what? A little bit of nostalgia is is actually pretty cool. You know, you, you wouldn't have classic FM, would you, and listening to sort of, you know, old tunes if, if you know you can't just say because it's good it because it's gone because it's in the past it's not good anymore. That'd be an absolute nonsense. There's some fantastic stuff that's happened already. I'm sure there's some fantastic stuff to happen in the future, and one day they'll be the classics. They'll be the old things that we listen to. As long as you remember that, it's all cool, isn't it? So yeah. So yeah. What else have we been up to this week? Oh, I want a holiday. I want to go camping. I'm actually trying to get a camper van. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit obsessed at the moment with camper vans right for for reasons i'm not entirely sure why i just kind of like the idea of doing a road trip and doing it doing it in a van in a little tin can in my camper can full of beans packed like sardines would be a dream i wrote that ages ago and if you're listening <laughs> you're having a little moment right now um yeah yeah, but I like the idea. I like the idea. I've come to the end of the virtual walking trip that we did with work where we were doing uh, the North Coast 500, that 500-mile 500 circumnavigation of, of, of Scotland around its coastline. We've done it virtually. Properly itching to do it for real now. So if anybody wants to give me a camper van, if there's anybody out there that likes to sponsor the podcast and give me a camper van, I'll go and do lots of Wollstock podcasts while I'm on the road. There you go. There's the deal. There's your deal right there, and I'll mention you while I'm out. Thank you, Mr. Joe Blogs, for giving this lovely camper van. Now look at this amazing scenery. It'd be like that. It'll be fun. You'll love it. People will listen in to that, won't they? You all will. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's been my very weird week. Um, how's yours been? So I mentioned the promotion which was really cool. But I caught myself doing something which I really probably hadn't done in a long time. And that was catastrophizing the situation. I genuinely, when I was approached about doing this role and and, and certain individuals, senior individuals in the company were saying how, if anything we need doing, it's Mike that we go to because we know we'll do a job. It's kind of his name that comes up first. My gut reaction was, you, you've made a mistake. I felt like there's there's a little bit of me that that feels like, but when's the bubble gonna burst? I feel like a little bit of an imposter. I feel like a fraud. That maybe they've they've overestimated my my capability. Now I've heard it's weird because I've I've heard um, celebrities talk about this. You know, people who have found real fame you know, genuinely, not not famous for being sort of like, you know, on, on a game show, you know, Love Island contestants and stuff like that. Those that have found genuine fame for doing something truly creative, you know, your stand-up comedians, your actors, your musicians, and so on. And it's a little bit like that um, imposter syndrome. Quite a lot of them have, have kind of, I've heard Billy Connolly speak about it, actually. You know, he's just waiting for someone to come along and go, uh, no, we've made a mistake here, sorry. You're going to have to give this all back because this, this wasn't meant for you. You know, there's been an awful mistake made, and I caught myself doing that this week, which is peculiar, isn't it? And it's kind of like, why do we do that? Why do we have that really negative internal monologue? And I think we all do to a degree, some more extreme than others. And I don't think mine has ever been massively extreme, but I have been, I have been prone to to catastrophizing stuff, probably, you know, in my lower moments. Is when is this gonna go wrong? Um And I think when you've had you know certain disappointments, at, you know times, if you like your life, you know there's been certain jobs that I've had in the past that didn't really pan out the way that I thought. Relationships didn't really pan out that you know the way that I wanted to. You know we all experience those things. Not not everything is a bed of roses now, is it? You know you're never successful in everything that you do, but We dwell on that, you know. When I teach against this, you know, I, I, you know, I speak with a lot of young people. I say, you know, what failure is part of the process. You know, you don't achieve anything without tasting failure first. You know, that's just part of how you learn, right? You know, going when you're going through a learning process, you know, that's littered with failure because you're you're finding your feet. On you know, you're like you're like a newborn deer, sort of like you know, stumbling all over the place. Um. You know, so there is that that element of that. But then also when you know, when you've when you've tasted failure, when you've tasted defeat, you know, the victories, the wins, the successes are sweeter. You know, when you get it right, it's like, yes. It is like, yes. But still some of us get that little gnawing message feeling, whatever it is at the back of our heads that's going, don't get used to this. Because it's going to go wrong. You know, she might like you now, but she's going to leave you. They might think you're hot in the office right now, but you'll make a mistake. You'll do something stupid. Or you'll be the one they'll get rid of because there's people more talented than you who know more information than you, more stuff than you. You're better in your job than you. And it's just negative self-talk, isn't it? You know, and I'm working on that. Because I think you know when, you, when we talk about you know being happy, you can't. I don't think you can really be truly sort of satisfied. I, I, satisfaction anyway is a, is a little bit of a dangerous game. I think anyway because if you if you start to get too satis, satisfied and too settled, then you know that's where complacently complacency lives, um, and complacency is a killer. I've worked in industries where they've achieved really great goals you know won awards look at us look what we've done and complacency sets in people sort of take the foot off the gas because it's like I've done it now I don't need to try anymore and it and it's killed them every single time it's killed them performance has dropped achievements have dropped you know and it's and it's you, you can't do that you know you kind of have to take that sports analogy don't you you know football you know you might win you might win the league we won it last year man city have won it this year but i know the one thing that that both of those teams will do is the day after they'll have the celebrations they will do but the day after it's like what's done now that trophy's in the cabinet what's going to happen next season and that's where you got to think about so even when you do even when you do have those successes in 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 life and this isn't about it's not about you know not being happy at all i don't think here is is you know because i i mentioned this last week when i talked about you know you've got to be satisfied with where you are now you've got to be happy with where you are now because if you're always going to pin your happiness on future events you're never going to reach there it's not about that it's not about that at all this is it's not a case of happy or unhappy this. Is, this is more a case of, you know, when you do get that success, when you do get that promotion, it's making sure that you don't go, that's it, now I've, I've done it. I've achieved it. You know, I, I am where I want to be. You know, you've got to keep pushing yourself. We're like sharks, aren't we, in that respect? You know, if a shark doesn't keep swimming forward, it dies. And I think we're a little bit like that. You know, celebrate your successes, cheer your promotions. Do that. Enjoy it in the moment, but then you move on to the next thing, and you find your next little happy, don't you? Which sounds like I don't want to sound like you know, it's it's, it's contrary to what I was talking about um, last week. It, you know, it really isn't. It's 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 a different thing. It's about always challenging yourself, really. And do you know what? And that is gonna be that's gotta be something that you judge as well because challenging yourself and being happy with those challenges could be moving on to the next promotion, or it could be walking away altogether and trying your hand at something else, or it could be retiring or it could, you know, it could be anything. I can't tell you what that is. You've got to decide what that is. Cause only you know what truly gives you those, gives you those moments, gives you that satisfaction, gives you those moments when you look back and go, yeah, actually I did okay. And maybe that's what we should do more, really. Instead of instead of dwelling on the when is this going to go wrong, right? Maybe we should start switching our minds, you know, to to you know what what is the antithesis of, of catastrophizing? I'm not entirely sure what that what that phrase might be. I'm gonna to have to look that one up, and I'll come back to you on that one. But maybe that's what we should do. Is you know when we have those little achievements go. Right. Let's remember those other times we did really well and what happened good off the back of that, and that's going to be our little thing to push us forward. Okay. May I mean maybe maybe the catastrophizing's is there for a reason to keep us on us on our toes. You know, it's like as a because I'm a trainer, I'm a tutor, and fully enough, I had a, I had a, a conversation with someone the other day, a colleague of mine, and she said before I'd even mentioned it, she said. I'm a tutor and being a tutor is a performance art. And I was like, yes, yes, it is. Great teachers, great tutors, great communicators. It's not about the words. It's not always about the content. You could speak hours of drivel. <laughs> and trust me, a bit of some sessions where they've done exactly that. But the difference between you know good and bad in those in those um, arenas is performance. And every single time I go out, you know, and put myself in front of people to talk about something, even though I know my subjects inside out, there's there's a little bit of fear, there's a little bit of nerve, there's a little bit of just sort of like bouncing the step as I go forward. And I think you need that because that is that is what stops you from getting complacent. So instead of maybe demonizing, you know, that that catastrophizing behaviors that we have, maybe actually we should embrace it and use it as a this is this is me being alert, this is me being thoughtful, this is me recognising that yes, things can go wrong. But as long as I've got that in the back of my mind and recognize that that, you know, if if I remember that I can I can navigate around it. You know, because I think the opposite is going. Well, I've been promoted now. I'm obviously brilliant. You know, that's where it goes wrong, doesn't it? That's where you get a little bit lazy, get a little bit complacent. So maybe I've maybe within this 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 I'm talking about here today, maybe I've swung my thinking round. So maybe instead of thinking that catastrophe isn't a bad thing, maybe I'm actually reaching the conclusion that do you know what, it's a good thing if it keeps you on your toes and it keeps you moving forward. You know, and it and it keeps you from from making mistakes, you know, keeps you smart, keeps you working hard. Is there actually anything wrong with it? As long as it doesn't give you anxiety, doesn't bring your day down, then do you know what? Recognize it, embrace it, use it. So all this stuff about promotions and going forward and moving forward plus also having that kind of like nostalgic thing going on this week with the friends reunion got me thinking about past and present and future and how much i'd changed in that time um not an awful lot physically don't age good genes i think i might have mentioned that before <laughs> But I think just um, cognitively and emotionally, and I don't want to say spiritually, but I suppose that's that's true to a degree. Uh, maturity as well. You know, there's a maturity that comes with with years, uh, and some people are afraid of change. But I think you should embrace it, uh, and even if that initial change is a negative. I think you should just embrace it anyway because if it's happened and it's out of your control it's done so what's the point of fretting over it you know i've had plenty of occasions in my life where sort of like you know there's been unemployment for example and i've, I've lost jobs businesses have closed down i mean i went through the credit crunch and there's a really difficult couple of years where you know all sorts of businesses the places where i worked had gone to the wall so there was an awful lot of change and an awful lot of turning and throwing. you know it wasn't a very settled Uh, time in my life you know going from one place to another different roles to another you know making new friends you know in touch with people losing touch with people and it was a very transient time in my life but what i probably did then without thinking about it but certainly what i do now is just embrace it and recognize that every time something happened no matter how i viewed it The way I viewed it really doesn't make a difference, does it, to, to, you know, the outcome. It's happened. But the way you view it, you know, affects affects your experience of it. So you can sit and fret about losing a job or losing a relationship or things in your life changing that you didn't want particularly to change. Um, and you can either sit and fret over that and dwell on it, and you know, live in a live in the past about it, or you just go, do you know what? It's done. It is done. It's a chapter of my life that is now over, and all I can do now is move towards the future, move towards new opportunities, take what I've learned take what I've experienced, um, take that extra knowledge uh, and skills and, exp- uh, and you know, just, just you know, that lived experience and take it down a new avenue because it might be helpful, you know, and, and, and it's kind of, I never, I, I suppose I never thought when I was in my early 20s when I first started working in finance, being in that, in that large building that I was with the thousands of people that were there, you know, doing, you know, the little admin roles and doing the bits that I that I did in those roles. You know, when I, when I first started, my first proper job was for a, a food services department that worked within a large financial institution on the outskirts of Chester. I get thousands of people and I was emptying vending machines of cash and I was you know, sitting, you know, cashing checks for people in, in in the dining room and writing up menus and stuff like that. I never, well, I was going to say, I never thought one day I'd be sat hosting a podcast because it was 1997 and such things hadn't existed then. But I never at that point in my life thought one day I'm going to be the guy that goes into schools and universities, lecture halls and theatres, classrooms, and educate and, you know, and and talk and mentor people. Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined I'd be doing that. And I think, do you know what, and I'm speaking to the younger ones that might be listening to this now. Hold on to that. You know, this life can be a bit of a wild ride and you have got to be open to the opportunities that surround you. And even if you're in a little bit of a dark place at the moment, You know, and I've been in dark places, we've all been in dark places, but you know what happens after the night, daytime, the sun always shines, it always comes round, you know, and if you've got just that resilience to drive through it, you know, as as Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going, you know, and if you're in dark times, just keep going, you know, you will come out of it. Life is a series of ups and downs, of waves, of highs and lows, and you just got to navigate it. You just got to sail those seas, really, you know. And you will. There'll be tough times. There'll be hard times. We all go through it. I've been through plenty, you know, for one reason or another. But I always come through, and I've always taken something from it. I've always learned something from it, and it's made me stronger. You know what? Doesn't kill you can only make you stronger. Um, so that's kind of, that's how you've got to approach it. That's the attitude you've got to have really, because genuinely to get through life, there's no other way of, of doing it. So don't, don't sweat the change. Don't fret the, the, the change. You know, don't mourn for things. Well, have your moments of mourning by all means, but don't dwell on it. You know, those things that are lost, that have passed, they've gone. Okay. It, that that is, you know, what they say is what is past is prologue. You know, everything that you've experienced at this point is just leading you to this point. But it's what you do with that. You know, it's like it's like you know, it's like one of those choose your own adventure games, isn't it? Remember those books we had as a kid? I had a few of them when I was a kid. You read the book, and it'll give you like you know, history options to rescue the princess, turn to page fourteen to fight the dragon turn to page 12, to run away, turn to page 20. And it's kind of like, you know, life is like that, isn't it? It's kind of it's a series of decisions. Some things, you know, will seem really big decisions at the time. Some things will seem very minor. But those, sometimes, they say the thing as well is you always appreciate those little changes because they can be really telling. But I always tell the story of my grandparents moved to the town they weren't from Ellesmere Port, where, where, where I lived. They were from outside of town. And they, were, they came and they were looking for houses. And the first house they went to was overlooking a cemetery. I mean, I went to the bedroom window uh, of what would be like the master bedroom, looked down and go and went, I don't really want to be overlooking a cemetery. So the next house they, they went to, they liked it, they bought it. That's where my mom grew up, and that's where she met my dad. I wouldn't exist. If my nana had been okay with looking at a cemetery, right? Now that, in her mind, on that day, would have been a, a, a nothing kind of just a, a minor choice. We're looking at houses, right? It's just kind of don't like this one. Let's move on to the next one, right? A throwaway kind of. It's not right for me. I'll move on to the next one. But I wouldn't exist without the, without that decision. My folks wouldn't have met. I wouldn't exist. My sister wouldn't exist my my little niece who i absolutely adore would not have existed if my nan had been okay at looking at a cemetery so never think that those little little choices those little decisions don't count for something they absolutely do right and embrace it you know change is not a bad thing we don't like it sometimes we can be a bit uncomfortable with it because we get settled in our ways we get familiar But there can be so many exciting opportunities by just going, I'm just going to embrace that, you know, grab it and go for it and see what happens. You know, and there's been times in my life where I've been presented with opportunities previously before I'm sort of like the wiser person that I am now. I'm not Gandalf. The the beard is not that white yet. Um, But I was, you know, young and daft and there was opportunities that were presented that I didn't follow them. They kind of look back and go, what would have happened if, right? But where I am now is is because of the journey that I've taken. So I don't dwell on those things. They were decisions that were made. And and if you believe in, like, multiverse theory, there probably is a version of me out there that took those risks and took those opportunities. And they might be in a different place. Might be in a better place. Mm -hmm. Might be in a worse place. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We can never know. It's good that we never know, right? But I know I'm here now because of the actions that I took, right? And where I am right now, I'm happy with that. And if you're in a place right now where you're you're happy, great. Recognize your path took you there. If you're in a place right now where you're not happy, recognize the path that took you there, and then look to your next path. Look to your next direction. Make a big change. If it's within your power to do it, do it. Make a small change. That small change might be ripples that actually affect big change in the future. But nothing really happens if you just stick with the status quo. The the, the you know the the change of environment, not the rock band. Um, <laughs> love a bit of quote, mate. So yeah, so it's 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 all good, guys. It's all it's all sweet, you know. Um, there's been changes this week and I'm going with it I'm changed I'm not who you knew who you thought you knew who I showed you I'm gone beyond that man I followed my plan hope you understand I'm me, more than I've ever been. a side that's been unseen. I'm who I'm meant to be. I'm changed. Tell you what, Wolf Stuggers, I'm actually looking forward to this weekend. and if you're listening to this uh, on Friday morning as it goes out, I'm probably already there i'm doing two long walks this weekend and i'm really looking forward to getting getting out about it should be lovely so on friday morning so again like i say potentially while you're listening to this i'm out doing my thing uh, i'm going to Dunham Massey, which is a lovely little place in cheshire if you if you've never been american cousins Do you know what remember what i said last week get, get yourselves over here it's lovely it's proper nice loads of lo- loads of uh, really good walking so I'm going to Dunham Massey on Friday. So if you're if you, if you listening to this, if you're walking around there yourself, you're listening to this, give me a little wave. You recognize me. Bald head, ginger beard. Like my head's on upside down. Can't miss me. All right? So give us a little wave. So I'm going to do that. So I'll probably get some miles in there. Uh, and then the Saturday, I started a walking group with work, which is cool because I keep talking about, hey, let's get out and walk, guys. Let's do some walking activities from the comfort of my chair. And it's like, you know, you can't, if you're going to preach it, you've got to go out and do it, haven't you? So we're we're doing a nice long walk uh, this weekend. And with any luck, both should end with a visit to the pub. Happy (laughs) days. That'll be, I just hope I I don't get to the end of like a 10-mile walk and you go, have you booked? No. Because I wasn't entirely sure what time I was going to get here. Because some of us are old, not me. Some of us are old. And they can't walk as fast. I mean, I've got legs like a footballer. Yeah, I've got Alan Shearer's thighs. Honestly, I've got his calf muscles as well. I'm sure he's going to want them back. Um, but it will be good. it be it'll be lovely. And I'll talk about it on the last episode. I'll tell you all about the walks. Um, and if you're very very lucky, if I feel inclined and if I can get a signal, I might even record a little bit while I'm out there. And I'm sure some of my colleagues won't mind uh, contributing a little bit to it. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this now this is your heads up i will be asking you to contribute just saying just putting it out there for you it'd be all good but it's nice do it guys you know what because we talk about exercise and stuff all the time Yeah, you know, i'm always talking about it aren't i So people are like oh i don't want to join a gym i don't want to do sit-ups i don't want to do that stuff you don't have to get yourself a pair of trainers or a pair of walking boots a pair of a pair of walking shoes don't do it in high heels; it hurts your ankles, um, <laughs> as, as I found out. <laughs> but no, get yourself get yourself some gear. Right, dress appropriately for the weather. Don't go walking up snow down there in flip flops. People have been rescued from mountains around the UK in shorts and flip flops, like freezing weather, driving snow and rain you know the sort of places where only edmund hillary would go you know bare grills is hanging from a tree or something in his you know his all weather gear there's some proper herbert in his in his beach attire it's like trekking up the side of a mountain complete eejit. um to so do it properly get a little bit of advice if you're gonna do it you know go and speak to somebody what's what's the best thing to wear because even if it's just a flat walk somewhere just make sure you've got proper shoes on because trust me, if you're uncomfortable, it will hurt. Oh, it will hurt. And you're going to feel it the next day. You know, if, and, and if you're hurting the next day after a long walk, you look like a giraffe having a drink. Honestly, your legs are at 10 to 2, and you're like, ah, 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 ah. So, yeah, do that. Take drinks with you. Keep yourself hydrated. You know, water. You can have your little treat of a pint at the end, or whatever is your libation of choice. Thinking of actually going dry for June. Watch this space. <laughs> I'm not I, I don't want to sound like I'm some sort of mad alcoholic. I just like a beer occasionally now and again. You know, you're allowed a little if you work hard, you're allowed a little bit of a treat. I'm not I'm not a log allowed or anything like that by any means. You know, I like, I just I just you know, I like a beer, I like a cold beer. There's nothing wrong with liking a cold beer and a burger. Now wrong with it. Enjoy it. Life is short. You pass this way but once. Indulge occasionally. As long as you're doing it occasionally and not every day, because if it's every day, it's not indulgence, it's just greediness. Um So I'm looking forward to it. I've got my gig, got my boots, got my proper walking pants. I was wondering whether to get one of those sticks. You know you see them with the with the with the sticks as they walk along. I'm not entirely sure what the point of it is. do Not one in either hand. Right, on flat surfaces. I might get then I can do a little bit of Darth Maul as I'm sort of like halfway along, can't I? Whatever. You know, a little bit of Kung Fu Judo sticks. Don't have sticks in Judo, do you? I don't know what I'm talking about now. But yeah, you know. Hat. Hat. If you're like me, if there's a little bit more pink showing through than, than anything else on the top of your head, get yourself a good hat. Um... Now, I'm, I've got a funny relationship with hats because it doesn't seem to matter what sort of hat I wear. I still get sunburned through it. So just a word of advice, if, if you're kind of new to that, just make sure that you're sort of like, you know, putting some after sun on your head before you pop your hat on. It goes through. I've worn woolly hats before. Now, I went to an Aerosmith gig at Donington a couple of years back. It was download festival, loved it, rock music, happy days. Um, and I wore a woolly hat it was summer the reasons for which i don't know why i don't know that couldn't have been alcohol because i was driving that day but i got burnt through my head no not through my head through my hat onto my head not through my head now that would have been you've got issues if it's burning through your head sort of like coming out your eyes and your mouth that's probably weird yeah through my hat onto my head burnt my head flaky skin bright red not a good look yeah, so get your suntan on, get your Factor 50 on, get the right gear, get us comfortable, get your drinks, have some friends around you. If you're going to be walking on your own, stick your headphones in. You can listen to me. You can go back and listen to some of the old episodes and go, my God, what was he talking about? Because you wouldn't say that with these episodes today, would you? <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, just get out, you know, whatever it is. You know, up your roads, you know, through your through your urban areas, suburban areas, woodland, highland, canals, you know, rivers, lakes and streams, wherever. If you can go out and walk it, get out and walk it. It'll do you the world of good. Don't be stuck indoors watching nonsense TV. You know, you can always go back and watch Homes Under the Hammer later on. Yeah. So get out there. And with my change embraced and my catastrophizing put to bed, um, that's it. 12, number 12, done and dusted. Um, It's been lovely speaking to you all as always. And I can't believe that there's only one more episode to go before my little summer break. Hey, it's a summer break from the podcast it's not a summer break from work, trust me I'm getting into the busiest time, hence the little break, um, but I will be back later on in the year, but hey, there's one more to go yet don't fret too much don't cry, wipe away that tear, I will be here for another week, thank you for listening, as always, if you want to get in touch, um, drop me an email at IamWolfStag at Outlook.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram, I am Wolf Stug. Drop me a line, send me a post, share something with me. Like, share the podcast. Like and share. Tell your friends if you if you like what you're listening to. Uh, pass it to your pals and your buddies and your, and your girlfriends. Um, they might want to listen to some weird English guy rambling on as well. You never know. Um, But yeah, it's been a pleasure and lovely as always. And I look forward to speaking to you again next week. So for now, goodbye.